Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin. Thanks so much for listening in. Man, this has been uh, about a month and a couple of weeks, I think. Uh, Pastor Michael can correct me if I'm wrong, but it has been quite a while. We took a little break. Month of April and the first couple weeks of May were just a lot going on. Hopefully you listened to our special little episode that I threw out there um, to kind of make sure and let you guys know we're all still alive and, and okay. We took a little break from the podcast and uh, we're excited to get this brand new series rolling. I have Pastor Michael to my left. Sir, how are you? I'm doing well. A lot of stuff's been going on for you. A few things. A few things. We'll a few get to things those in my life. We'll get to those in just a second. While we're here, let's go uh, around the room. I guess Pastor Michael, you already said you're here and you introduced yeah. yourself. Hello, my name is Michael. Yep, yep. He's I'm the here. man. He's the man that preached the word and, and is going to kick us off with the series, which is super exciting. We'll continue around the room. Person right in front of me. Hello, everyone. My name is Andres Canizales. I am happy to be back on the podcast. All right. Uh, my name is Samantha Lee. Um, this is my first time on the podcast. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, cool. All righty. Well, there are a couple of things that have happened. Uh, one of them is big time in relation to, uh, to you, the listener. We have reached 10,000 plays. Yes. 10,000. 10,000 plays. And uh, what's the time span here? Uh, we did it in two years. Two years. And we, I don't remember the episode now, but we challenged everybody, hey, can we get to 10,000 plays by the end of May? Yep. And at the recording of this episode, we're 16, 15 days away from the end of May. Yeah. So I think that's it's, pretty incredible. It's that unreal. is like to the people that listen regularly, which is maybe my mom. <laughs> and me and Kelvin's parents. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, thank you so much for sharing this podcast, hitting like, click, subscribe, all those kinds of things. Yeah. It's incredible to see the graph on our uh, a statistics page just climb from left to right going up. It's amazing. And it hasn't dipped. No. Big, no, there no. has not been a big dip, yeah. uh, which is great, which also means that you're sharing the episodes, which uh, which is really cool. Yeah, it was, Kelvin, when you did the the special episode, the kind of the update, hey, we're still alive, we haven't died, uh, we we got off of that episode across a whole bunch of different episodes, uh, 100 to 200 plays, just people going back and checking out previous episodes and being like, wow, I haven't listened to this, and it just it's really cool to see how people are engaging with not just the recent episodes that are out, but across the whole library mm-hmm. of almost 200 episodes. 200 episodes, two years, 10,000 plays, Yeah, and we're not done. No, we're just getting started. No, we're just getting started. Yep. Um, sir, you have been gone for a few weeks. You've been uh, uh, yes, t- traveling a bit. Uh, I kind of wanted you to update us on uh, how the last couple of weeks have been. You've been to three or four different places around the country, premiering, winning awards for Return <laughs> to Palau. Kind of give us a little recap of that. Sure. So we've had premieres in Keene right here at our, our own backyard, but also in Barron Springs, Michigan and Andrews University. And then at the International Christian Film Festival in Orlando, Florida, which happened the first week of May. Uh, The film, uh, if you'd like to know more about it, there's a special episode out where I kind of unpack a little bit more about that. You Mm -hmm. can check that out. Uh, The film itself placed third for best documentary at the International Christian Film Festival. All right. Which, you know, everybody hopes for first place, but to (laughs) even be selected one, to be nominated two, and then to win third is just out of this world. Uh, probably hundreds of films uh, were mm-hmm. submitted to the documentary section of that film festival. And for us to be selected, nominated, and then to win third is pretty significant. So, And we are very, very close on a uh, global distribution rollout. 
And so as soon as we know that, we'll be posting about that on the Elevate socials so that you guys, if you weren't here in Keene, then you can watch it at home for yourself. Wow. Yeah. So we're pretty excited. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. How does it feel? We talked about this before, but how does it feel to know that um, you're not the superstar in your home? You know, it's, I love she's, it. She's kind of the I love it. The rising movie star. And you're just you yeah. kind of leveled out. You I, know? I wake up in the morning and I bow. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I mean, I'm kidding. I don't actually do that. But in my mind, I do. Uh, No, it's great. Because, you know, what I do here is I'm the one that's up front and -hmm. and people see me and know me as Pastor Michael and she's my wife. Uh, In these circles, I get to be her husband and I get to cheer her on. And so it's so cool to step back and hold her purse. And yeah. uh, just kind of show up to things and be like, yeah, I, that's I'm, I'm her husband. Yeah. Uh, it's it's phenomenal. And to see what God has done in her life and how it's impacting people is just we're extremely blessed and humbled. Yeah. Well, there's something else that we still have to talk about that I that we need to mention before yeah. we continue. Uh, there's another announcement in the in the Gibson family. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have you have added another room for another one. Yes, right? that's right. I'm going to be a dad. Yep. We're going to be parents coming November, 2022. There's going to be a little, a little Gibson. Nice. You know, we, Mel and I took, uh, there's always room for one more very seriously yes. this year. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, no, we're, we're extremely excited. We're super blessed. Um, God's expanding our tents, uh, in marvelous, wonderful ways this year. And can't wait to, in a future episode, have, uh, a little kid in the background. Um, you know, Shane, we'll have to edit out the yeah. audio. No. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. We're gonna start placing bets on boy and girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so hope you make some money. We'll let you know. We'll let you know how the. Do you want to know what team I'm on? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm team girl. I so want to be a girl dad. I want to be a girl dad. <laughs> That's where my money's at. Kelvin's pointing that way too. Yep. Yeah, girl dad. Of course, happy either way, boy or girl. <laughs> God's going to bless us, but if I were to be able to choose, I'd be girl all the way. That's okay. We won't show the your kid this episode. No. Yeah. This <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. We'll edit that out. Yeah, we'll edit that out. <laughs> yeah, in the future, right? But no, we'll do a we'll do a, the thing to do now is a gender reveal where oh. you like blow something up or yeah. cloud or pow, uh, powder cloud or something like that. So yeah, we're going to do some, about a month we'll we'll be able to know. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Place your bets now. Yeah. What what you got? Kicking off a new series, I'm mm-hmm. sure is always exciting and fun. Mm-hmm. A little stressful maybe for you, but planning all the weeks out. But exciting and fun. Where uh, where did the inspiration come from, and kind of where do you see this going this summer? So, uh, in planning sermon series, I sometimes get a little meta uh, in terms of you've got the individual messages that you need to have in concert, but then where are you going in time? And how do series then fit together? Hmm. And so this one for me stemmed from, we spent a lot of time of talking about the way of Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount, righteousness by heart. And then we spent a lot of time looking at the hope of Jesus, hope has a name, looking, focusing on mental health. Uh, And the logical next step for me, and it feels maybe a little bit backwards, but the logical next step is to say, okay, then who is Jesus? Yeah. We've looked at his way. We've looked at the hope that is found in his name. Now, who is he himself? And as I was praying and thinking about that, you know, there's all sorts of different ways that you could do that. You could look at parables. You could look at miracles. You could um, trace Jesus' uh, biography through the uh, the different gospels. You look in the New Testament. You can look at the Old Testament, all kinds of things. And uh, a book in the Bible that's always had a special place in my heart is the book of John. I love the book of John. It's my favorite gospel. And Jesus is very clear about his identity in the book of John. And so... 
There are seven I am statements that are widely recognized. You know, I'm the bread of life. I am the, the water of or the, the light of the world. I am um, several others that aren't coming to mind in <laughs> as I'm thinking about this off the top of my head. Uh, but he's very clear about that. And then there's some others that, that are they're kind of nuanced into the story of John. And it makes for uh, a very easy progression through the summer and to kind of just kind of just tackle one of those uh, one at a time. So that's kind of the the inspiration behind it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I'll turn to you guys here. When you heard the, maybe the name of the series, Hello, my, I thought of the song by Matthew West. It's mm. kind of my first. Yeah. Sorry, I work at the Journey. It's just kind of like, immediately <laughs> I saw it, I was like, oh, Matthew West. Um, but knowing that we were going to go through the book of John and introduce Jesus in this way, uh, were there any thoughts and kind of cool things that came to your mind when you heard the title? Anybody can can grab the question. I think something that came to mind for me is immediately um, the Ten Commandments, um, only because in Greek class, we just went over that. And there, like, God says, like, I am, like, your God, mm. you know, and um, it's just so beautiful because, um, you know, since we're in Greek, we got our little grammar lessons and we were seeing that, like, your is not, like, plural to, like, all the people. It was, like, individual and, like, I am your God. And so that's meant so much to me recently. So hearing like, hello, my name is like, I'm going to get to know my God even better and like my friend even better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm around the same belt. Just hello, my name is. It's like you're getting to meet this person a little closer. It's becoming something intimate because it's not just saying I am here with you, but it's like, this is my name. Know my name. I want you to know Mm -hmm. my name because... Once you know my name, we become friends. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to start off with kind of maybe a, a fun questions talking about the name of God or the names of God. Um, is there a is there a specific name that is maybe your favorite or has resonated with you recently? We see God referred to in like a million different ways uh, in the Bible, but is there a name of God that kind of just has has resonated with you recently and i'll throw that out whoever wants to pick that one up first for me it's been uh i mentioned it in the message uh, yahweh jireh i am the provider Mm. um i there's just been a lot of provision in my life personally over the the past couple months uh, with the film release and then a baby coming along um just very and and i mentioned it in the message too of the the spoilers if you haven't listened to it yet you should go listen to it um just how it finishes in terms of uh, a moment in my life where i'm really looking for god to provide some things for me and god says i am (laughs) you know it it brings joy in my heart to to think back to that so i've really felt god as the provider uh for me in the past couple months i love that god the provider awesome I think for me, it's been El Roy. I believe that's the the title. Um, you know, when Hagar is out in the wilderness with her baby and like she's told that like God is going to be with her and all these blessings are going to come. Like every time El Roy comes up, it's a time where I feel very unseen or very like just alone. And every time like that story comes up. So that's meant a lot for me recently. Mm-hmm. And it means the God who sees. I didn't say that, mm-hmm. but the God who sees mm-hmm. is Elroy. Uh, I think for me, it's it's found in Revelations one eight. It's it says, "I am the Alpha and the Omega." 
um, just going back to the Greek language or the alphabet, just seeing that the alpha is the first letter and omega is the last letter of the Greek alphabet, it's letting me know that God has been there since the very beginning and is going to be there all the way to the very end. And it's, yeah. it's been the same God all the time. Mm -hmm. It's telling me that it's working in my life constantly and it's never going to leave me alone. So I'm going to go back to Pastor Michael here. What's the big deal? Why, why, why does God even? Why does God even even need a name? Why can't we just say? Why can't we just say God? He's got Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Trinity, all <laughs> one person. What's the point of? What's the point of even uh, a name? Why can't we just call him God? Why was this something that he needed to to give us? So I think it comes back to um, God's desire to be known by humanity. Uh, he wants to know us personally. And the people that you know personally, you know by name, right? It's not, hey, you. <laughs> I mean, we do that, but we do that to people that we don't necessarily know, sir, right. madam. Right. Uh, when you know somebody's name, and then particularly to the point where you have a name for someone, right? Hmm. Yeah. I don't necessarily call Melissa Melissa all the time. She's my <laughs> wife. I call her dear. Or, you know, and, and that's... Uh, I'll say Melissa sometimes. She's like, who's Melissa? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird to hear from your mouth. Um, because there, there's, there's been a, a name that I've attributed to her that's even more intimate than some, some acquaintance. Right. right. And so I think it, it comes from God's desire to, to know and be known. And that's how we were created. I, Adam's first uh, job in the garden is to go name things. And so that's something that's innate to humanity. And so it's the way that God relates to us. He wants to know and be known. I actually liked our engaged question for the week. How has God introduced himself to you? Or how would you want him to introduce himself to you? And I guess I kind of wanted to make that a little more practical. I guess over the last week, let's go the last week. How has God introduced himself in your life? Uh, to me, uh, God has been my rock. Um, it's something that he has told me personally. I am your rock. Rely on me. Trust in me every single time. Even though everything around you seems that it's struggling, you have, there's no way out, put your faith in me. I am your rock. I will be there for you always. I know the plans I have for you, and it's planned to prosper me, planned to do great things for, my, for me. And I think that's what God has introduced himself this week in my life. You, I am your rock. I think God is regularly introducing himself to me as someone I can trust. I have trust issues. That's just the name of the game for me. And I think that's the name of the game for humanity, right? I mean, we, it's not our natural mode of operation to just implicitly trust anybody that walks by. Uh, and God, in a way, is constantly asking me to trust him, even in situations that I don't know the full outcome of i i like to sit down and say okay decision a will lead to decision b to c and then this is how it's going to end up and i've got to know that this this and this is lining up in order for me to make this decision so this will happen and he says you don't have to know all the details when you're with someone you trust hello my name is someone you can trust i think about when i'm at home versus when i'm at school like when I'm in the dorm doing classes, it's like I'm so stressed out and like hustling, trying to wake up in the morning, trying to do this and that and the other. And then when I'm with my family, it's like I'm at home. Like 
I am here in the presence of someone who loves me and I'm taken care of, you know? And yeah, I think like um, kind of going off of what you said, Pastor Michael, like for me, God has been introducing himself as real. Therefore, he can be trusted. Like I think like growing up in the church, like we hear a lot. At least it's been like my story. Like I've heard a lot of things all of my life until like I actually ask questions for myself. Like I ask God questions. I was answered. And now even in my journey, like I need reminding. And he's been reminding me like, hey, like my words that are here in this book, like they're actually real. You know, the illustration I always use or like to remind myself or others of that is that like, I believe everything you guys have ever told me, for the most part, I believe it. And like, we've all lied before, but I believe what is coming out of your mouth. And like, I'm probably like on the more gullible side of things, but still, you know, I'm sure y'all have believed everything I've told you so far, like right now, but God has never lied yet. I and us as humanity, like we struggle to believe what God has said, you know? And so, yeah, that's what he's been reminding me of is just that like his word is true. Therefore, like I can live by that, like through the lens of that, I can live my life. Can you kind of quickly walk us through what happened and why, uh, why is this moment when, when Jesus comes out on the water, why is this moment so special and maybe a little different with, with the way he introduces himself? Yeah, so it's found in John chapter 6, 15 through 21. Uh, it's one of the most abbreviated stories of Jesus coming and walking on the water with his disciples. But they're on a boat, a storm comes up, Jesus catches up with them. He's a water walker, I guess it would be like Aquaman slash the Flash. Side note, can we just talk about how they left him? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like they just got on the boat and took off. They're like, yep. well... He's in his solitude doing his thing. Sorry, I just need to throw that out there. Yeah, I, we, I mentioned this in the message too. We so quickly just ditched Jesus mm. to go do our own plans mm. when I think he was probably just hoping that they would stick around. Mm. Uh, it's one of those testing moments, right? Are you just going to chill out? It's like, Jesus, we need to go to the other side of the sea. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> this is where we are right now. Um, so yeah, they ditch Jesus. They find themselves in trouble as they normally do in the Gospels. <laughs> And Jesus comes out walking on water. And Jesus, I mean, they they know Jesus. They've been introduced to Jesus. But he doesn't, uh, he, he, well, this is what he does do. Walking on water was reserved for the Messiah and for someone who's got divine power. There's been others who have been able to, you know, Elijah floated an axe head and uh, some, some different Occurrences have happened around miracles of water. There's been many people in the Bible that have parted water, mm-hmm. um, but Moses didn't walk on water. Joshua didn't walk on water. God was the one that um, parted the water for them so they could walk through on dry ground. But Jesus uniquely walks on water. Uh, and by the way, we get to walk on water in heaven. We get to stand on the sea of glass. Mm-hmm water that's completely still that we get to walk on. Uh, another sermon and another retake. <laughs> but Jesus simply comes to his disciples and says, hey, it's me. He says, don't worry, don't be afraid. And he uses the the same construct that he used with Moses, that I am statement, except it's written down in Greek here. He says, do not be afraid, I am. I imagine that went right over their heads. I think so too. I think so too. I I don't I think it's as simple as 
you you come home to your roommate or your spouse or someone you're just like hey it's me like you're just you know common courtesy that you, that you have arrived to your home you don't have to like i mentioned in the message i don't walk in like michael gibson has arrived <laughs> kelvin del valle is in the building no it's just hey it's me yep and i think jesus said it with a twinkle in his eye like he knew what he was saying disciples had no idea uh and i think john knew what jesus was saying as he kind of looked back on how am i going to write out my gospel and it's one of the first i am statements of jesus in the gospel of john that he just kind of throws in there you know it's not explicit it's not uh-huh. huge it's just it's me i think the context of that story is 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 good too because it's in the middle of a storm mm-hmm. like there's not just some conversation where jesus popped up and said those two magical words it's me yeah uh it's while they were going through something crazy you yeah. know not to mention they catch themselves in many storms for some reason yeah. on the Sea of Galilee, but they're going through something big and Jesus very calmly. I can't imagine it was, I think you mentioned it, it wasn't very loud, probably yeah. wasn't booming through the entire yeah. world, Yeah, just enough for them to hear Yeah, that, some, that, that he was there. Yeah. What would you give to someone? What advice would you give to someone who's just meeting Jesus now for the first time? For me, I would send them to Matthew 11. 28 through 31, I believe. Um, There's a passage that says, Come to me, all you who are weary, heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Um, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Um, For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Um, That is how Jesus reintroduced himself to me just this school year. because my image of God was not wonderful. It was not gentle and lowly. I was like, how are you saying you're my friend? And I think you're this and this and this. Like, this is who you have been to me my whole life. And then he showed me like, no, I am gentle. I am lowly. And you will learn from me. You will actually find rest. And I can go on about that. But that's where I would go. Because that is who Christ says he is. And it's like an invitation to really test and taste and see if that is really good, if that is really true. For me, there was a point in my life where I didn't want anything to do with church. I didn't want anything to do with God. And the way that God introduced himself in my life was that everything was going wrong for me at that point. Everything was going bad. And one of the things that I took and someone told me, look around you, take a breath, pray, it doesn't matter what prayer you do, pray. It doesn't matter if it's an hour prayer or it's two-second prayer. And just say, God, help me. And after I did that, God, everything started falling into place. I started realizing what I was doing wrong. I, I realized my path that I had to take. Mm. And little by little, God started forming and making the path correct for me. So just take a little while. Look at your surroundings. Look at everything that's going on around you. And look for God. And be like, God, help me. And put and trust God that he's going to be there. And just trust the process. Mm-hmm. Because God is going to start taking little steps and steps in your life to take you in the correct path. Mm-hmm. Pastor Michael? I think I'd use the analogy of God's not looking for marriage in the first date. Mm. it's his intention um but marriages are not built on thinking someone's pretty cute and then being like yeah we just get married and like things will work out Mm. um 
And so he's not going to take you zero to 60. He's not someone who's going to expect a whole bunch of you right off the, right off the gate. Um, but what he does want is a relationship with you wherever you're at. And so I find hope in the story of Moses and in the story of Jesus that when God given the opportunity to introduce himself, he doesn't word vomit and I'm going to use a grotesque <laughs> words to describe it as opposed to the, the, the beautiful illustration used earlier, Kelvin. Uh, he doesn't word vomit onto us all mm-hmm. of his different attributes. Simply says, I am. I and that's that. just so beautiful to me that when given the opportunity, God just doesn't let us have it. He says, I am. And I'm going to patiently show you different aspects of my character as we grow in relationship with one another. And hopefully that's what we're going to do throughout the rest of the series. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks so much to our wonderful guests for being here. Uh, Andres has been on many times. Hopefully this is not your, your last time here. We'll have you on again. Is that a threat? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that like, you know, he's been, he, he knows, he knows the drill. Um, it's good to be back in studio. It's good to see Pastor Michael's face after what seems like an eternity. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, we're glad to be back in studio. We're going to have an exciting summer. And um, I'd encourage you, if you're listening, wherever you're listening, literally around the world, we found that out a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. around the world, um, share the episode. It doesn't take much to click that share button, throw it on Twitter or Facebook, Instagram, however you do your social media thing, or even just send a text to somebody, hey, look, here's the episode. Here's I did that this me. morning. Really? Somebody was like, hey, can I get some encouragement in this area? And I sent them a, a, a retake. Oh, nice. Love yeah. it. You see, it's all, it's all it takes. And um, because of you, we got to those 10,000. You teamed up with God and we got to those 10,000 downloads, plays, whatever it is. So we're super excited about that. And we're super excited for this series and the summer that's ahead of us. That's all I've got. Pastor Michael, I think we're good, right? I think so. I think we're good. Thanks so much for listening again. And remember, there's always room for one more.